Hello, and welcome to Thing of the Week, a podcast where two nerds talk about their most recent obsession, and Luke plays with his camera. I'm Nick. And I'm Luke. Uh, I'm trying to deal with this, like, it's really not a big deal, but I'm trying to deal with this, like, lens flare thing oh, have going on. Yeah, I can see it there now. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I don't know. It's, like, obviously I've got my light above me, which is causing it, but if, oh, yeah. I, if I tilt it down, it's still there. So I don't really understand. Yeah. Is that the webcam that's built into your computer? Yeah, uh, you should yeah get... it's an okay webcam. Yeah, it, but... I mean, it's it looks decent on my feed, but uh, I, I would recommend getting one like what I have. I'm really happy with the camera I bought. I was going to say that I, I like I, I don't really need a high-end webcam because I never use my webcam, but then the pandemic hit, and I'm uh, people started working from home, from home and doing Zoom calls. and. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, for a while there, all of my doctor's appointments you know we're we're over video chat and oh yeah yeah so yeah yeah that's that's so wild what a world we live in i know right oh yeah yeah it's wild but uh so how has your week been uh uh not not too bad speaking of the pandemic i so i i just moved into this house and one of the things that i like was really hell-bent on doing was like hosting a lot of like like social events you know parties and and just like casual get-togethers, and you know, watch uh, watch some sports games and uh, things like that. And it's it's difficult to do that in a pandemic because, um, yeah, I, you know, like we're all supposed to be social distancing and uh, limiting our our contact with other people. And I found that I found that people have different levels of what I call COVID comfort. Okay. Okay. Um, um. So, like, I know I know people who are willing to go to a restaurant and eat indoors, and they're okay with that. And I know people who like like I, I have a friend. I recently invited him to uh, poker night. It was like five of us, and he said that you know he preferred to stay home just because of the pandemic and everything. And I'm like, yeah, I respect that. I'm totally fine with that. That's that's definitely a, a level of caution higher than I'm at. So you know you gotta gotta respect how uh, how people feel about that stuff, and uh, it's it's challenging for me specifically this week because uh, I'm the, the the Stanley Cup playoffs are going on. Yeah, and you know I'm a huge hockey fan. Oh yeah, and I was not aware. Always... I was not aware that you were a <laughs> hockey fan. I've, this is the first I'm hearing of it. I was gonna point at my hat, but I'm wearing that stupid black uh, that stupid White Sox hat that you don't God, like. You have, all right, I mean I. You, do you wear that just to spite me? <laughs> I it's my most comfortable backwards hat. Fair That's enough. Why. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, you, you know, you have great hair, right? Yes, but I have also great lazy. Ah, okay. Now, now that's something we can both uh, relate on. And I just, I just slapped my microphone. So have fun cutting that out. That wasn't as bad as you think it was. Oh, okay. Well, it looked pretty bad on my uh, recording over here, but you know. It was a pretty hot mic, though, too. So, uh, but anyway, well, something I've always wanted to do is I wanted to have like basically a, like a Super Bowl party, yeah, but for the Stanley Cup. Oh, right. Oh, heck yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> but the problem is the Super Bowl is really, really made for having a party. Oh yeah, you know it's 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 one game. It's on a Sunday. There's like just so much like money invested in the commercials and fanfare, and it uh, like you just can't compete with it. Oh yeah. Well, and even like on like working on the retail side of that, like even the retail stores ramp up for the Super Bowl. So like when I worked at Walmart, 
you know, it was like the, in the weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, we would be getting a lot more different foods in that we normally wouldn't get. Like, you know, we would get way more nacho fixins and way more meat that we would normally get. And you knew, I mean, it was all, it was, and it would all sell. So, you know, there's a whole infrastructure behind the Super Bowl uh, that makes it a good party day. Yeah, it's it's just a, a beast of an event. And even though football is only like my third or fourth favorite sport, like by a pretty wide margin, uh, I still really do enjoy going to uh, Super Bowl parties. Oh, yeah. Despite whatever my feelings about football are in any given season, I still love the Super Bowl. Uh, despite knowing like how much of a consumerist kind of thing, how much of a consumerist beast it really is, I still love it. Yeah. It's just a lot of fun. It is. It is. There's food, and like you're making you're making prop bets, and you're you're watching the ridiculous commercials. Although I would argue that I don't know. I I say this mostly anecdotally, but I feel like Super Bowl commercials aren't as good as they used to be. I I will agree with you on that one. Maybe that's maybe that's just me getting old and being all like uh, like back in my day. It, there might be something to that. I feel like when we were younger, the commercials were more absurd, and nonsensical and and now it's kind of a little i don't know i think maybe the budgets are getting a little too high and people are over you know they they got too too many cooks in the kitchen as it were to write a 30 second commercial you know you you hire a dozen writers you know i think that you're gonna lose some of the magic there but i don't know that could just be me being old and being like things were better when i was younger because you know i'm yeah officially old yeah no i i agree the commercials used to be like you know, like they like like ten years ago, Super Bowl commercial would be like uh, they'd crash a jet engine into a Chrysler, and they'd be like, "Drink Pepsi." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really was like half the time, and I mean, I guess it's still the case that half the time you don't know what the advertisement's even for until the end. But uh, yeah, oh yeah. Well, then and we grew up in the era of the "Was Up" commercial, and all you know that was originally a Super Bowl commercial, and like it you also. Know, so there's definitely, I think, some some rose tinted glasses that that I know I look back on, but you know. And then compare that to like Super Bowl ads of 2020, where it's like they paid, they use all their budget to pay Robert Downey Jr. to just walk on screen and say, "Eat Skittles." Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. Or or a a horribly misguided Pepsi commercial featuring Kylie Jenner. Yeah. It's just uh oh oh there's a little uh little tear in my my headphone cable. Oh, There's yeah. exposed wire there. Gonna have to get new headphones. Lick it. Yeah. Lick it. Oh. I'm not gonna oh, do that. I almost licked it. Just, just in case I lose my headphones. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that these are low voltage wires at least. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, so what? Uh, what makes this week special is that uh, you and I are recording at a somewhat unusual time. We're recording on a Thursday at almost midnight. It's almost midnight. Yep. So we're we're probably gonna keep this one a little brief. We might speed bit. through this one a little bit, just a bit. So I uh, I have a I have a thing of the week. You do? Yes. Actually, I kind of have two things of the week. Okay. I I kind of half ass have one too, but I can I can wait till next week for mine. All right. Well, um, we collectively have two and a half things of the week. Yeah. To cram into like twenty five minutes or so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, that's all right. Uh, so what's what's your thing of the week? All right. Well, the thing of the week one uh, a. Is the the PS5? Mm. I had a bitch of a time trying to get a pre-order. You and the entirety of Reddit. Yes, 
Yes, it was a shit show because on yesterday, which is Wednesday, Sony did this whole like announcement stream where they they announced the uh, uh, the price and the the launch date. And then afterwards, they tweeted that pre-orders would go live the next day, which is today, Thursday. For another 40 seconds. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like hours later, Walmart and Target and Best Buy and everybody, they opened up all their pre-orders and like websites went down like it it was there's just no time at all before like thousand dollar listings went up on ebay for for ps5s and like oh just fucking scalp if you're a scalper fuck you yeah that's all i gotta say pretty much fuck you like you 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 ruin it for everybody man do you remember that time we went to a megadeth concert i actually wasn't there for that one no you weren't there you i wasn't there no but i remember the story yeah yeah you heard the story though yeah we uh me and two of our mutual friends, uh, along with one of those friends' dad, we went to a Megadeth concert. Or we tried to go to a Megadeth concert. We didn't have tickets to a Megadeth concert in Chicago. We tried to. And the plan was that th- we'd just like scalp tickets at the door. We'd find some scalpers and we'd buy tickets. Be- uh, by the way, I was like... You must know, have been 14, 14 or 15. 15 at this, yeah. at this time. So I, I didn't know better. I was a stupid kid. Oh, yeah. No, none of us did. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, we we tried with basically no luck until uh, uh, one guy said, "Oh yeah, I can I can get you tickets. Uh, give me the money, and I'll go home and I'll get the tickets." Yeah, and one of our friends gave him the money, and he left, and he never came back. No, of course not. Of course not. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. No scalpers suck. Um, you know, yeah, I will. Worst. I'll confess that occasionally it is kind of a nice convenience to be able to like roll up to a concert and buy tickets on the super cheap, especially if it's getting really close to like showtime. But on that same token, I mean, you're, you're really just taking opportunities away from like people to actually buy the thing legitimately. And it's just really kind of a skeevy, skeevy thing. You're, 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 I don't know. It's, I don't like it. I, I that's why I kind of, one of the big reasons I was so upset about the, uh, the thing from, Two weeks ago, the Mario 3D All-Stars was because that's already starting to happen. Just like with the PS5s, we're seeing scalpers putting listings up for hundreds of dollars for this game. You know, and, and now those PS5, or I said PS3 earlier, the PS5 prices are only probably going to get worse on the scalper market. So it sucks. It sucks because, you know, there's, you know, a lot of people who want to buy that or buy it for their kids or something like that and then they're you know they're either stuck waiting for another production run or they're stuck paying an absorbent amount for to some guy you know what i'm saying like so scalp so scalpers can go fuck themselves yeah exactly unfortunately my story has a happy ending walmart did another round of uh pre-orders and i managed to get one so i i noticed that hooray yes yeah yeah i we, we, we talked about this earlier. Yes, I told you to go to hell. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. That's all right. Because eventually I'll buy my own. <laughs> eventually. I, I'm i more concerned with you getting through those Arkham games than for you to buy a, a PS4 or a PS5. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I got to get I gotta get back on that. I've had a... I've, I, I, I say I've had a busy week. I really haven't. I've just had a very poorly planned week. There we go. My my I have my time management this week has been utter garbage. So it's not so much that I was busy, it's that I just 
got distracted doing everything but what I'm supposed to be working on. So, you know. I don't know about you, but I'll do this thing where I'll come home from work and I'll be like, man, I have five things that I want to do or five things that I need to do. And I'll just start thinking, well, I don't really want to do this one. And this one's kind of inconvenient. And this one is like, just that one's boring. And I'll just end up not doing any of those things. And then I've wasted my day. And then suddenly it's Friday and I've done none of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that that's a little bit of how my week's been going. Like I, I have been putting in the work for this. I've, I've got that uh, show coming up this Saturday at Breyers, is it Byers Brewer Brewing Company in DeKalb. I realized I have yet to um, actually plug that show on this podcast. Granted, now the time the time this podcast goes up, I'm just realizing the show will have already happened. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so um, so time travelers. <clears throat> so if you have a TARDIS, go hang out at at the show. But anyway, you know, so I've been putting the work in and and practicing and stuff. But honestly, if I'm being completely honest, not nearly as much as I should be. But that's oh yeah. I still got a couple of days to get to get through it all, so you know I, I'm not I'm not worried about it or anything. It's just I'm the type of performer that likes to be overly prepared. But I've also learned that sometimes you don't need to be that prepared. As long as you know the music and know the songs, you're gonna be fine. You know. Yeah, and sometimes you just get lucky. There was uh, there was one time when um, I I was playing a show with uh, two of our mutual friends. Actually. Actually, it was uh, it, it was the two guys that we were in a band with. Oh, uh, right. Last time we were in a band. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that was like the first iteration of that band. Anyway, we 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 played like an acoustic show. I think and, I was there for um, that show. I I think you were. Is that a and skis? we did a cover of uh, yes. Yep. Yes. Oh, I know exactly um, what story you're gonna tell. Yeah, I was. Yeah, there we for we did a we did a cover of Wonderwall, and uh, as much as we practiced it, we could never quite nail that like that little drum diddy into the second verse uh but we nailed it when we played it live so you know the crazy thing about that is that sometimes it is just the energy of knowing you only got one shot and so like somewhere in your deep deep in your subconscious you realize i only got one we only got one shot at this so we have to nail it and you did uh yeah it turned out all right oh yeah oh yeah and actually more often than not you make a mistake and no one even notices yeah well that's the thing you know and even like I, I thought the story I thought you were going to tell was a different. I think it might have been a different show, but it was the same band that you were in. It was obviously before I was there. And um, you guys had played a cover of Good Riddance by Green Day. And your singer had forgot the lyrics to the second verse. Ah, oh, I remember that. And so the whole crowd just started singing. They immediately knew what happened. Everybody started singing, and then he got it, and he was right back on it. And it was, and it was just, instead of being like a super embarrassing, awkward moment for everybody, it was actually a really fun, like sing along kind of moment. And so, like, that's when, like, when they say that anything can happen when you're playing a show, that's the kind of stuff they're talking about. And sometimes those moments are the most fun. Yeah, I totally agree. And um, it's it's important to not, you know. Do not take yourself too seriously, because uh, if you do, something like that might like kill your confidence. But really, it's it should be it should be fun. Yeah, learning to relax and and not take myself too seriously is a lesson I'm constantly learning, um, especially when it comes to music. You know. So anyway, back to the PS Five. I mean, that's that's about it. Oh, was that I'll, it? <laughs> uh, I'll have more to say on that. You know, when I actually have it in my hands. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. Cool. And I, actually, I just thought of a third thing of the week. This will oh. be quick. Okay. Sure. Uh, Thing of the week, 1B, 
is uh, the new Rise Against single. It's awesome. Broken Dreams Incorporated. I loved it so much. Yes, I've been listening to it on repeat. I I I I, I love it. It's uh, obviously everything they've made since like uh, since like Siren Song and the Counterculture has uh, a more mainstream sort of like pop rocky alternative vibe to it. Yeah, but it's but there's still definitely punk rock DNA and hardcore DNA that's that's integral to that band. Uh, so it's almost like whatever they do is going to have a little bit of that hardcore flavor. Yeah, exactly. And I think that this song is a good example of that. I agree. You know, it's still like a like a poppy song, but it's got like that balls to the wall, like like punk, just like just, just that, that energy, that, of, you know, like, in your yeah. face, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's it's a fantastic. And I think the song the songwriting is some of the best. So, I mean, and I don't want to see if I phrase it like that, it's going to make it sound like Tim McElrath isn't an incredible songwriter and he is he's a brilliant songwriter but this to me and this is a this is a high praise to me the songwriting on broken dreams incorporated is, is up there with graf and gerowitz the two songwriters from bad religion which in my opinion are two of the greatest songwriters that ever lived oh wow so that's high praise from you that's big praise like i was blown away by the songwriting in that song it was amazing yeah i i hope that the rest of the eventual album is you know at or near that caliber. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. Oh. I, I I you know. I, I Rise Against has become one of those bands that I know I can trust. And when they put out a new album, I know that it okay, it might be a little more pop, it might be a little more alternative, it might be a little more punk than whatever came before, but it's always going to be good and there's always going to be something special in there, you know. But as a vocalist and as a songwriter, Tim McElrath is definitely one of my favorites. So it's it's hard to go wrong. Especially his lyrics. I, I love his lyrics. I think he's a fantastic lyricist. Oh, they're amazing. I I totally get I totally get people who take an issue with his uh, his vocals, but I think his <sighs> uh, his lyrics are indisputable. My thing with his vocals, and this is why I have not ever had any issue with his vocals, is because I know I know where he comes from. He comes out of the Chicago hardcore scene, and thing about hardcore is that you don't have to be the best singer or the best screamer. Or even the best songwriter. You just have to be able to have that energy, right? Like, do yourself a favor sometime and go listen to the album Damaged by Black Flag. It's not my favorite Black Flag album, and it's not even my favorite singer, but, um, oh my god, I can't. Henry Rollins is the singer on that album, that Black Flag album. And he's an awful singer. He's terrible. But he delivers his his vocals with such an energy and such an aggression and such passion that like in in much the same way that Tim McElrath does that like it really comes through even in a recording and that's the thing is that you don't have to be the highest skilled anything to be a great anything you just have to have whatever special sauce that that individuals have and and Tim has that Um, also if you've ever heard Tim sing Black Flag it's amazing yeah uh, I think I think a great performance. I think a great a great performance can uh, totally outshine, you know, like like technical chops. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think we we especially we as musicians tend to value technical chops more than they're actually worth. But I, I did want to bring up just real quick another real quick diversion. Um, it wasn't Rise Against. I don't remember. It was a collaboration with a bunch of different people. But um, Tim McElrath was featured as the vocalist, and it was a cover of Rise Above by Black Flag. 
off of that same album. And it just came out a couple of weeks ago, maybe last week, and it's amazing. I, have you heard it? Uh, I'm aware of it. Okay. I don't think I've heard it. You should it. listen to it because it's amazing. Okay. Like, it, it's it's better than their Minor Threat covers. It's it's amazing. It's it's great. Yeah, you should check that out. Wow. But you should also just check okay. out Black Flag. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I've never really given Black Flag uh, the, the attention that they deserve. I will tell you, if you're going to start somewhere, listen to the Nervous Breakdown EP. And the reason I say that, first of all, is because it's brilliant. And the other thing is that it's five songs, and I think it's six minutes long, the whole EP. Oh, wow. So you could get through it in literally, like, six minutes. And, and you'll, you know... So that's where I would suggest starting. I could order a coffee from Starbucks and then finish this EP before they've even made my coffee. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, it, it's amazing. It's it's absolutely brilliant. And so, you know... And I'll, I'll wager to go so far as to say, with no black flag, there probably wouldn't have been a rise against same could be said for Minor Threat and Bad Religion and No Effects as well, but, you know. Uh, yeah, 100%. They're, you know, they're a little different sound, but you can, you can definitely sense the, uh, the same sort of DNA. The there. DNA is in there. Well, and it's not lost on me that, like, one of, their, one of Rise Against's first record labels was Fat Records, which is owned by Fat Mike from No Effects. Although Rise Against always felt more like an epitaph band to me, but, yeah, that's just my, my opinion. But, um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, no, that new single was, was awesome. I absolutely loved it. You just made me realize that there's such thing as a punk nerd. Oh yeah, oh big time yeah. I would wager to say that most like heart like deep uh, punk fans, most punk fans are punk nerds probably. Probably yeah. The 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 type of folks who are listening to No Effects and and Bad Religion and Black Flag, they're 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 deep in it. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you you have to be uh, for some of that stuff because some of that stuff is still obscure now. You know, I can talk about Minor Threat and and 99% of the people who hear me say that are going to have no clue who I'm talking about. So, yeah, you know, I think definitely Punk Nerd is very much a real thing. Uh. Okay, so uh, Thing of the Week 1C Yes, is uh, Disc Golf. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I I have a friend who's really into Disc Golf, so when I saw those images, I originally thought it was her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, so I've I started playing like last summer. I think um, I've got I got some coworkers who are really into disc golfing. Like they've got they've got like dozens of discs, and they've got they've got like like bags just for carrying their discs, and they uh, they watch professional disc golf, and they go around to to disc golf courses in in our area, and they uh, they they play like like on the regular. And uh, they they invited me to come out with them starting last summer, and uh, we've been we've been going out more and more lately. And I, I eventually started uh, actually buying my own discs instead of just mooching off of them. Oh yeah, I noticed that. I saw that. I saw the picture that you posted of all your discs. Um... Yeah, uh, I mean they're they're not like, like I, I got like a starter pack, so they're not great discs, but uh, they're my discs exactly. Did you know that yeah. um, near where I live and where you grew up, there is a disc golf course? Probably, probably a ten, really? ten minute drive from me, Scare Park. I don't know. It's I feel like it's been there for a while, but yeah, there's a there's a disc golf course back there. So if you ever come out to visit me, we'll go play some we'll go play some disc golf. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't know that there was a disc golf course out there. Yeah, I don't remember. It, they might have put it in after you moved away, but it's I feel like it's been there for a while. Yeah, there are there are quite a few in the Chicago suburbs, 
like I didn't realize how many there were, but like every other town I think at least has one. That's awesome. I mean, it's like it's a fun hobby. It's a fun sport to play. It it really is. It's 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 free. I mean, other than like buying the discs, but it's it's free. Uh, it's you know you get you get to walk around a lot. You get exercise, fresh air, you get sunshine, to be outdoors. Yeah, it's it's really nice. And uh, like the you get to meet people. Um, and like everyone's always really nice. It's so much less boring than real golf. <laughs> Have you ever tried golfing? I've never played golf, golf, just mini golf, and it which, okay. well, you know, mini golf counts, is great. But... Mini golf is is awesome. I love mini golf. But no, golf, regular golf, you might like it. I don't know. I found it to be pretty dull. But disc golf is a whole different thing. Uh, that uh, Disc golf is a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I feel like it, it requires a little bit more athleticism than regular golf. Not that it requires a yeah. lot of athleticism. But. No, but enough. Enough to at least be able to be coordinated. Enough to throw a disc straight. That's the thing that I had. The, I still struggle with that when I try to disc golf. Is I'm still not. I, I, as much as I bowl, you would think I would know good release points, but I don't. And I always wind up holding onto my disc for way too long and it winds up flying off one direction. And, uh, I, I, I fail to take into account the Magnus effect of the spinning disc and the whole, you know, and, uh, <laughs> but that's where practice comes in. Well, I, I mean, how much do you, how often do you play? I've only maybe played two or three times. So like, I've not yes. enough well, to see that's why exactly not enough to really build up a, um, any kind of skill or knowledge for it yet, but I'd love to keep playing. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm sure if you disc golfed as much as you bowl, I'm, you'd probably get pretty good at it. Yeah, I, or or at least at least decent. You know, kind of like where I am with bowling. I I am like the averagest bowler you'll ever meet when it comes to league bowlers, and that is a okay with me. That's all I, you know. I don't I don't need to be the best to enjoy myself. I mean, that's perfectly fine. I I strive to be an the averagest uh, hockey player. Someday. Exactly. Uh, hey, and you know what? I think that is a great goal to have. They say it's they say it's lonely at the top, but it is fantastic in the middle. <laughs> I like that. I stole that from Kevin Pollock. I like that. That's uh, that's kind of uplifting. It is. It is. That's why I I kind of always hang on to it too. So, oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I've been uh, just thinking about disc golf a lot this week, and um, I wanted to bring it up in the podcast. And I kind of actually want to like sort of try to indoctrinate more people into it. Definitely, yeah, I think you should. Yeah, yeah, I've because um, it's it's a really approachable sport. It is. It is. Um, I mean, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's approachable. It's approachable. Well, with anything, there's going to be a certain amount of work you have to put in. You know, I, I if it, if it was easy right off the bat, I don't think it would be very fun or rewarding, right? Like, you know, there's a reward factor that goes into that too. Yeah, but like, you know, even if you suck at it, like you throw the disc and it's closer to the hole than it was. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. unless you throw it backwards. <laughs> yeah, I, I I play with people who just like, I don't know, you know, they're not, they're not professionals or anything, but I I feel like they just like play out of their minds. Like they they've been playing for years and years and they know all of like the professional athletes and uh uh i I can name one disc golfer and his and he is the best disc golfer in the world and that's the only reason i know his name it's paul Macbeth. paul Macbeth. i feel like i've heard that name before that sounds really familiar but yeah i do not know a second professional disc golfer i certainly don't i certainly (laughs) that is that is the one guy well, hey, I mean, that's one more than I know. So, you know, probably good on that one. But yeah, 
I think I think that's about all I have for that. Uh, yeah, I uh, I gotta go out and indoctrinate more people into playing disc golf. You definitely right? should. Well, we should we should try to you you can use try to use this as a platform to do so. You know, well uh, yeah yeah. Maybe. Anyone out there wants to play some disc golf? Hit yeah, me up. absolutely. Sign well, the DMs. Uh, <laughs> I, oh, God, I don't even remember what I was going to say now. I'm going to get some dick pics now, aren't I? Probably. Um, but you can just send those right on to me. You know what, though? If the dick if the dick pics are like, if they're like spinning a frisbee on the dick, then I guess that's that's okay. Yeah, well, I mean... Uh, I'll still forward them to you. Yeah, just go ahead and forward those to me. I'll, I'll um, do something with uh, them. Okay, so you said you kind of had something. Uh, do you think is is it something quick? Do you wanna do you wanna wait till next week? Um, let's wait till to? next week, just because it, it's a book and that I literally just finished two hours ago. Um, so yeah, we'll wait till next week. That'll give me some time to actually think about it and process it. And okay, oh shit, I just I just came up with a fourth thing. Oh man, Luke's got things all over. Thing of the week 1D. The authors of the Expanse have announced a name for their final book. Oh, that's exciting. Uh, the title is um, Leviathan Falls. Which... Okay, that's why I kept seeing that name pop up all over the place today. Oh, you did? I saw it on Facebook. I saw it on Reddit. I think I even saw it on YouTube. Yeah. So it mirrors the first book, which is Leviathan Wakes. I mean, the title, it's, it's great to know. And uh, they released, like, the, the artwork for the cover. Uh, you know, it's great to know the, the title. It's great to know what the artwork's going to look like. But, like, really, I just, I just want to know when it's going to be released. And all we know is that it's 2021 sometime. Okay, so sometime next year. Oh, you did it again. Our, yeah, we're all punching our microphones today. No, you did that one on purpose. You know, I've got a handful of Audible credits. I really should just, like, take the dive into The Expanse. I just finished the sequel to a book that I really loved today. Okay. So I'm I'm going to be on the market for some new things to read. So maybe that's maybe I should pick up The Expanse and start that tomorrow. I think you should. I think you should start The Expanse as soon as possible. I need more people to talk about that book with. Okay, yeah. Well, then I, I, I will go ahead and download it. Yeah, or, or that series rather, uh, the, the all nine books. Um, I've got I've got one friend who has read all the books, and oh, wow. he's okay. the only person I have to talk to about this. Uh, I've I have several friends who have seen the show, but the show is only four seasons in. So there's a lot of material not covered yet. See, I listen to audiobooks. I listen to either audiobooks or podcasts basically all day. So I'm, you know, I'm always on the, like a, a nine book series is great. That'll get me through like a month and a half of work. Um, unless they're super long books, then it's even better. Then it'll take even longer, which is fine. But like, you know, uh, it's just good to know I have a list of entertainment to, to kind of keep me from getting too bored. So yeah, yeah. I listen to a lot of audiobooks, So I think, yeah, maybe The Expanse is a good way to go. Yeah. The the first couple books, I think are like 700 pages and the, the, like I, I've said this on the podcast before, but the the writing is like it's good at best, serviceable at worst, um, and then like I don't know, like three four books in like the the writing quality gets much better, and they actually I think they tighten the books up too because they're like like 
five to six hundred pages then they've like trimmed a couple hundred pages off and the writing is of a higher quality they're getting a little tighter with the writing and everything and yeah that makes sense oh yeah yeah uh anyway highly recommend it uh you should absolutely read them so we can talk about them and i have i have multiple people to talk about these books with sounds good i did i did want to talk to you about tolkien but i think we're probably gonna have to save that for next week yeah let's let's talk about books next week yeah it it sounds like okay. that's going to be the theme of next week, unless we that completely forget and which I mean, who shit. knows what'll happen between now and then? But that's that's our plan for the time being. Because yeah, we're coming up to about forty minutes. So thank you for for joining me so late at night, and uh, thank you for talking to me about books and dick pics and all the fun stuff we always talk about. No problem at all. My favorite. And thank all you listeners for joining us. For another edition of Thing of the Week with Luke and Nick, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, I Need Glasses, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and Copy RSS. As always, we are releasing new episodes every week on Monday at noon Central Time. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you again next week. Oh, yeah. We'll see you later. I almost hung up the Discord call and then I stopped. Oh, you almost did it. Oh.